Greetings, Ooh. people of Earth. Wow. Uh, uh, Aliens. <laughs> Alien. I liked it. <laughs> it's a sci-fi intro. Um, do you know the song, um, Indian Giver, Indian Giver? You took your love away from me. Do you know that? Offensive. It is no, offensive. I don't know that song. Do you know it? No. Oh, okay, great. Is it old? It's a little old, and it's one of those songs that I thought everybody knew, but I was singing it yesterday in my house, and everyone was like, what is happening? Why? They're like, why is Kelly using weird slurs in <laughs> yeah. derogatory language? Yeah. Um, not familiar. Is it a, f- a folk song? Uh, I'm not sure who does it, but it's, it's, um, it's rock. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's rock. It's, it's rock. Solidly rock. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Melinda Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast. Um, plain and simple, you know, clear as day. So you get what you asked for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So be careful what you wish for because it's this podcast. Exactly. So, anyways, we're just chugging along here, um, making content for who knows how many people at this point, but we welcome you and embrace you. Mm-hmm. Dozens. S- dozens of you listening to this podcast. Absolutely dozens it's of you. blows my mind every time I think about the reach. <laughs> um, <laughs> the power we have. Um Kelly, how's it going? What's going on? What's happening? It's good. March 2021, you know, we're, we're back. Yeah. We're back at the... We did it. We lapped. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did it, Joe. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Sun's coming out. A lot of people mm-hmm. are getting vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um... And I hope that that is good. <laughs> Me too. Well said. Thank you. Well said. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I have a way with words. <laughs> That's yeah. No, I think it's. Uh, uh, hopefully, we're turning a corner. You know. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, I'm fine. Um, oh, I want to say in reference to last week's episode, um, where you could hear me having a meltdown. Um, about the Pacific Northwest. Here's the thing about me. Um, with me, it's either um, it's either a bit or how I really feel. And depending on how you react to it, I get to decide which it is. Do you know what I mean? I do. So it was a bit, everybody. And I'm not actually freaking out about it, and it's totally fine. No, a lot of you, uh, we have a lot of, apparently, uh, a lot of great listeners out in the Pacific Northwest who kindly assured me that I don't need to wear full Gordon's Fisherman outfits every day. So thank you for your kind messages. <laughs> Appreciate them. Although it is quite a look to turn. It is. And, and if I want to do that, that's, you know, my prerogative out there, it's you know, super. land of the free. Um, but I know it's going to be fine. I just, you know, I was having a moment um, just like was PMSing and worried about shoes, mm-hmm. like literally being like a girl. So. Oh, also just to clarify, because my housemate uh, asked me this yesterday, 
She said, is Ruby Ridge something real or just something you're referencing from Criminal Minds? Oh. It's real. Yeah. Who? <laughs> what? Was that a Criminal Minds episode? In Criminal Minds, one of the FBI men was at Ruby Ridge. That's his backstory. That's his backstory. He has flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, tormented, shall we say. Is Criminal Minds the one with, like, Mandy Patinkin? (laughs) Yes, it is. It is. It very much is. It's the thinking man's SVU. Impossible. (laughs) It's impossible that that is a thing. (laughs) Mandy, Mandy goddamn Patinkin. What the hell, brother? (laughs) He left the show. He left the show. He was, like, very upset about it. He was like, I thought that I was joining on for the Thinking Man's SVU, and he's like, every week I go on, and they're raping women, and they're degrading women, and he said, I'm not going to do it anymore, and he left the show. Wow. Isn't that beautiful, actually? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful adjacent. Yeah, beautiful. Who's, beautiful adjacent. who's he's uh, he's married to somebody? Cute. Uh, yes, he does have a cute marriage. I can't recall it off the top of my head. Well, anyways, God bless them both. And now it's like, isn't there like a the guy from Will and Grace or something? Not Will and yeah, Grace. I'm yeah, yeah, Darman, Darman Greg. You knew exactly what I was thinking. Yep. It's the same face. All of those guys have the same face <laughs> yeah. from those shows. Yeah. Darman Greg, wow. Okay, oof. That set that that sends me to a real unpleasant chills, place. Chills. <laughs> Jenna Elfman, I mean, God bless you. All right. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's um, focus up. Let's focus up. Let's let's snap out of it. Um, <clears throat> this week we thought we'd do kind of a ripped from the headlines you know, uh, news segment. Mm-hmm. Like you might see on an SVU, on a Criminal Minds. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we are doing, it is a theme, it's all planned. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there's a lot of, like, fun little pieces kind of popping up and with no one large thing that we can really sink our teeth in. And besides, you know, who wants us to really sink our teeth in right now? You know, I know. Like... Do you really need to hear what we think about the Amazon Union? No. No. But next week, maybe. But next week, you will. <laughs> um, a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, this is more like um, fluff. This is the fluff, like, you know, human interest. Mm-hmm. I'm only saying that because I think maybe we should intro each subject that we talk oh. about on this episode with a little, new, like, a little... Oh, I love that. News person intro. Okay, great. Like at, like, a local news station. I, yeah, I, I fully get the vibe. Okay, do you want me to explain it a little bit more? <laughs> okay. Do you want to lead or should I? If you feel inspired, no, you I can think go you ahead. should. What's first? Uh, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's see. <laughs> Ever wanted to split a steak with? Audrey Hepburn. Maybe have a martini with Don Draper from Mad Ma- from AMC's Mad Men. Well, now's your chance because at the historic Peter Luger Steakhouse in New York City, you might find yourself dining next to newscaster Al Roker. <laughs> uh, Peter Luger. Okay, you get it. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> so we posted this on our Instagram. You might <laughs> while have... I was high out of my mind. Everybody <laughs> stumbled upon <laughs> this eater piece. There was a special like weekend engagement. Like it's not a long term thing, which almost is crazier to me. Um, yeah, it ends today, by the way, March first. Yeah, no, it ends today, and it started like on like Thursday. Of Madame Tussauds teamed up with Peter Luger's to bring the most random collection of wax figures. It's like when somebody was packing up Madame Tussauds, which I guess is moving or something, which is why they just have loners out for a couple of days. They were like, went down, alphabetically skipped a couple people, and that's how you got the combination of wax Jimmy Fallon. Michael Strand. Who's Wait, what? Yeah, Michael Strand. Who is that? Who he's, is that? He's a footballer turned newscaster. Okay, what is, is that like a British thing? Uh, no, he Why do you say football. footballer? He says football. What do you want? Nobody says footballer. What People is say that? footballer. No, okay, they don't whatever. say that in this country. Moving on. He, I, well, okay. I don't know. Anyway, he played football. He turned into a newscaster. He is the one sitting at the table with Aubrey Hepburn. Aubrey Hepburn. <laughs> we love Aubrey Hepburn. <laughs> Wait a second. Why... I'm, First of I'm, all, I'm this obviously is more of a Catherine. Okay. Very, well, yes. Um, why is it so media heavy? Why didn't they, you know what I mean? Yes. But then they threw in a couple fictional characters. That's so weird. I'm like, give me the same and I, it's genre. Let's go. The characters versus real life. It's very weird. Not creating, like, the illusion that I want. Have it be all characters. Right. Or if it was um, all New York comedians or, like... Ah, uh, uh, God, no. Well, that's... I'm not saying... There's not going to be, like, a figurine of, you know... I can't think of a comedian. <laughs> don't say anyone. Don't say anyone. <laughs> don't say anybody. Um, no, right, exactly. Or it should be, like, like people like Don Drake. That Don Drake was the perfect Peter Luger guy. Perfect Peter Luger guy. Yes, say, uh, a dining room from mm-hmm. the heyday of Lugers. Right. And there's just, like, an old prospector <laughs> panning for gold or something. An old prospector, <laughs> um, Don Draper, uh, Gordon Gecko. Yes. You know, like, yes, that yes, would be yes. fun. That's really fun. Just, like, a bunch of, like, lying, horrible men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is but it would be really fun? A, what I want to know, and when I saw this, is, like, the enticement to eat indoors right now. We're not vaccinated. It's double mask, if not triple mask. I've seen some people advocating triple mask. What That's... could make you eat indoors right now? I mean, this. <laughs> this. Only... You're like, wait, what's the question? <laughs> I mean, I won't even eat outdoors unless it's, like, I, I don't do table service outdoors. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying, like, no one should. I'm just saying, for me personally, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, to make the full leap into indoor, I mean, this is, this to me seemed like a once in a lifetime. I was like, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I almost thought about it, which is fucked up. Also, I don't have, I, I've never been to, I think we've talked about this before. You've never been to Peter Luger, right? 
neither of us have Peter Luger money. So if somebody wants to take us to indoor dining Peter Luger, you know. <gasps> I would have been, if if there had been a call put in, like, there's a Madame Tussauds Peter Luger mashup, FOH, will you come down? I would have been there with bells on. Yes, I would have risked us getting completely canceled by everybody we know and love because I would have been like, sorry, I just can't. I have I'm, to eat I'm, lunch with Jimmy Fallon. I have to. I have to have the Peter Luger bacon next to, I don't know, Meredith Vieira or whoever. <laughs> I don't know who Yeah, you know what? It is sexist. Let's go ahead and get on the record. It's sexist that the only woman is, uh, you know... Oh, an anorexic sex worker. Oh, right. Thanks. Not that there's anything wrong with <laughs> either of those things. But I'm just saying that's the one you choose to represent all women. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. First of all. <laughs> oh, my Sorry, God. Sorry, a party girl. She was a party girl. I, I wish we, let's bring back, you know, sex worker positivity, whatever, whatever. Let's bring back calling people party girls. I think that's a lot more fun. I agree. Let's keep it, I mean, not to, I'm not, it's not a shame-based thing. It just sounds cool. I agree. And then it's also like, I think it has that nice ambiguity. Are you a Parker Posey? Mm-hmm. Are you a Holly Go Knightley? Are you, you know what I mean? Like, what's, yep. what's your yeah. story? I <laughs> let's chat. Let's yeah. Chat. It, it, it really just kind of, yeah, it opens more doors than it closes. All right. Um, anyways, this sadly is now offer is now off the table at Peter Luger. Um, and, but I did, you know, I would like, I was, I was thinking, I was like, man, it would love to go to Peter Luger. And I'm bummed that I'm like, am I going to be able to go to Bemelman's before I leave New York city? Yeah, for sure. Are you sure? Yes. I mean, it might be on the sidewalk. No, that's not Bemelman's. I'm... It's a bummer. Or How long are we going to be wearing masks? I mean, we're going to have to be wearing masks inside for, what, a year? Another year? I don't even want to think about it. I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I want masks off, like, to me, it, it should be, uh, but at August 1, I think we can drop the masks. I don't know. Let's see. All right. Well, we'll uh, float that past de Blasio and see what he has <laughs> yeah. to say. I think that could be a great way to go out, you know? Go out of office. Yeah. Guess what? Blow it out. Blow it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that could be great for his legacy. Yeah, his legacy. <laughs> All right. All right. Um... What's next on the docket? So next we have a wonderful, a wonderful young woman, a, a bright spirit. Okay, but you have to do it in. Oh, sorry. Yes, I forgot. Next, I guess it's a little less. So you have to turn me, to the. So you just, you just, the, you just gave the. You just gave the. You just are coming from the weather segment. Yeah. You are. He's giving it back to you. Yeah. Thanks so much, Andy. <laughs> on our next segment. The vaccine has brought hope to so many. For others, it has brought fears. When those coalesce, one woman is left with a choice. We go now to Bonnie Jacobson. Wow. 
That's huge. Thank you. That's that's a little more NPR than that's a that's a little more highbrow. I liked it. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> yes. So this, I think this kind of broke uh, well last week or a week or two ago. But um, the the main crux of it is that a a server at a Red Hook Tavern, yeah, um, in Brooklyn. Um, where they are requiring all their employees to get the vaccine before they can, I don't know, take a shift or something, yeah. or just have a plan in place to take the vaccine. She, uh, this woman, is worried about fertility and the and COVID vaccine, is unsure about it. The research isn't there. She said, I'm unsure about taking this vaccine. I'm not going to take it. And she got fired. She got effed. She got promptly effed. <laughs> she was promptly effed. Yeah, so I think that um, it didn't. This didn't really break through in, in a hugely major way, um, but for me, so I don't know what the cancelable opinion is. That that's the reason I say this because I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna tread into some waters, and if I have to run out of the waters, you know, give me a heads up. But yeah. for me, I was like, you are a dumb. B-I-T-C. Um, first of all, she was working at the wing prior to working at the Red Hook Tavern, which is, you know. That is probably the worst part of the story. <laughs> yeah, it's like, burn it down, salt the earth. Yeah. Like, I said when I first encountered this story, I was like, oh, wait, she has an unholy curse placed upon her where she is, she's worried about fertility because she was made infertile. By working at the wing. You make a pact. You make a, you take a blood oath. Rumpelstiltskin style. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I don't have, you know, we're not talking about a lifer. And I think that is what, you know, she's not getting a lot of sympathy from me at least. Because you're not talking about someone who's like, hey, this is my career this is my calling. This is my path. You're talking about someone who's like, I was trying to do the biggest grift of 2020, the co-working space. It failed. And now I've gone for, you know, this menial work that anyone can do. And now right. it's not, it's, I can't do it on my terms, so I'm out. Yeah, I mean, there was a quote, I'm only quoting the New York Times piece because it's just, I was lazy. Um, <laughs> but she says, uh, the restaurant industry, it takes a lot from you and doesn't give a lot back, she said. It has really brought that to the surface for me. Um, you're not part of the restaurant industry. Right, babe. Um, you're right. I mean, that's, I guess, true. But still, you can't say it. Um, I will say, however. Speak on it. I do think it's actually really muddy. And I don't think there's a clear and obvious answer to this. Personally. Although I obviously think, you know, it's good to get the vaccine. I also, I don't know. You can start firing people on the spot for this kind of stuff. I don't know. What if she wasn't a white woman who worked at the wing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And also, I mean, I know some people who, I don't know if you could just hear that. Anyways, I know some people who are pregnant right now and they're like, 
really pregnant and they're like, I don't know about this vaccine. I think I'm going to get it. But there is they have not tested it on pregnant women. Well, I think to me, I understand what you're saying to me. I think that the reason that we all get the vaccine is so that people who are pregnant is so that high risk groups that can't get the vaccine or are allergic or for whatever reason, like that's why you all get the vaccine. Second of all, I do think there's a precedent that it's being treated as though it's unprecedented, but there's a precedent because to enroll in public school, you have to have certain vaccinations to, to, be you know what I mean like the same way that like you have to some people like have kids off the grid so they don't have a social security number like yes that grants you a certain measure of freedom but then also like those kids are never able to have a driver's license or never able to like do all these other things that we think of as part of um normal society and that I think are valuable so I agree. I, I, I'm just, I just think that it, because the only, and I am not anti-vax, obviously. I just think, and because it's fertility, it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit more annoying well, her, her I, reasoning. But, but I'm just saying that it is a new vaccine and I don't, I'm not begrudging people the hesitancy. I, I, though it's not my personal, I don't have an issue with it. I, I guess I can see where somebody would be like, no, hey, I don't know the deal with this yet. I don't begrudge the hesitancy either. But I think that it's a public health issue. It's a communal, there's a communal aspect to it. And so, like, you do face those consequences that are part of public society. And... And I also, I think that, like, the wing, the fertility stuff, I think why it sets off, like, alarm bells to me is, like, I think it is this bad faith understanding of feminism and women's issues where, like, to me, COVID brings to light so many reproductive justice issues, like environmental racism, like the carceral system, like... Um, like just the, even just the distribution of access to healthcare and then to bring like fertility is such a like small part of reproductive health justice. And I think that it's like, it's such a bad faith reading because it's like using these words that I think do inspire a lot of emotion and are like created and centered around actual oppressions and actual issues and then you're like yeah I just want to do what I want to do so I'm going to bring those words up yeah I mean I get that you're definitely expanding that to be put this on this one woman but (laughs) yeah I mean I'm just I, I again I don't agree with her I think she should get the vaccine I'm just saying like I think it's I do think it's a little crazy to instantly fire somebody for saying I'm unsure about this. I think that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think they could have said what, like, figured out a way for her not to be in a public-facing position. Yeah. But I guess I don't think it's wrong. Yeah. 
I mean, I yeah. You can have your opinion. I can have mine. <laughs> um. Anyways, all right. What's next? What's next? I guess we have to talk about Cuomo. In oh yeah, we can touch on Cuomo. You know, touch being the operative. Touch being the operative word. I guess just because we just had a a whole episode on his failings, just want to highlight that he is also a pervert. Predator, yeah, if you will. Uh, That's it. Yeah. That's all the touch we need to do. We don't even need to obviously. Do I mean, he's so fucking vile, and the way, I mean, just the kind of guy he is. It's like, yes, he's he's being that way in all parts of his life, and the fact that he was with Sandra Lee, Angel Earth Angel, America's it makes sweetheart. me. S- Makes me sick. It makes me sick. What she must be going through right now. Poor thing. Makes me fucking sick. Poor thing. He, I mean, that shit is fucking disgusting. I read all, I'm just like, dude, like, you are just, it's just so classic. Exactly. It's it's so, it's so classic. It's just like, dude, get a new playbook. I mean, don't, but like, you know what I mean? It's so... It's just so, yes, it's literally the same shit that, like, men have been saying since, like, the 40s. It's like, you're gross. Stop. Yeah. And it's also, like, all these fucking guys who are like, oh, you can't say anything now. Me too. It's like, you are literally haven't changed one even syllable Mm -hmm. in how you speak. Nope. Get a life. No. He's such an evil, like, grimace clown. I hate him. He's so gross, and then the whole nursing home thing that he's like the top aide who's like the one who was like on the recordings talking about how they hid the numbers that he's going to try to let her take the fall for it. It's like, you're awful. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, I just, I, I, I always love it when like um, conservatives and other like groups come together over someone like Cuomo is yeah. my favorite. Everyone's like, get this fucking guy out of here. And everyone's like, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Get the guy out of here. We think that too. <laughs> Wait a sec. Yeah. Oh, he's such a piece of shit. I really hope this is uh long lasting for him because the other stuff sure wasn't really sticking. That I guess, well, I guess the nursing home stuff has been sticking, but yeah, I do think we were texting about this the other day. I think hopefully it's these two dovetail to be like a nail in the coffin of just like yeah this guy's a fucking sicko and there was something i didn't look into it further but there was something about him lying about uh water quality oh i didn't even Thre- see that threatening people with withholding information withholding research on some county in New York's water quality and how it's like poisoned or whatever so love that lots of stuff lots of stuff to pick apart <clears throat> All right, and then the last one. Do you want to do the newscaster? God, I don't even know how to... Let's see. Um, Yeah, let's see. Um, With more Americans cooking home now more than ever during the COVID-19 crisis, many of us are turning to online recipes and food blogs. One man... (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A tech engineer 
what's his name? Tom Redman recently came up with a whatever. Anyways, this guy <laughs> is You guys get it, you guys get it. <laughs> um, this guy, uh, let's see, I'm looking at his Twitter profile now, sadly. Uh, it just says product and engineering. That doesn't mean anything. Fake job. Um, he tweeted, uh, some personal news sparkle emoji. Two friends and I created a new thing to fix online recipes. Laughy smile face. Recipesly.com. Your favorite recipes except without the ads or life stories. Donut emoji. Feedback and RTs appreciated. Prayer hands. Um... Boy, did the feedback come raining down. I'm rolling in. <laughs> um, you all might guess why that is dumb and bad and harmful and evil. Um, everyone sure let this gentleman know. Um, so much so that uh, recipesly.com is now defunct. So <clears throat> if you'd like to get recipes that strip the original creator's stories, photographs, background, and labor from them. You can't right now. Um, you can't get that. So if you're trying to take ad revenue away from uh, small-time food writers, uh, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Um, not available yet. Not so keep, we're keep gonna, tabs we're gonna on Tom, though. Yeah, we're going to get there. We'll we're going to get there. there. But it's uh, it's an innovation that the people aren't ready for. So it was interesting to me because, as we've talked about many times on this podcast, that is quite a popular opinion to be like, yes, um, oh, I hate food blogs. Like, don't tell me your story. Blah 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 blah. But then, as soon as like truly like a tech bro was like, yeah, right, I should do something about that. Everyone was like, how dare you? Which I was happy I about. Me too. I was happy and very surprised because, like, as you said, that joke circulated, like, every other week for years. Years. Also, I will say the ads, there are some food yeah. blogs where the ads are out of control and you're like, I, it's, it becomes, like, so herky-jerky because your phone is trying to load, like, eight ads at once. So I'm... Yeah. I get it. Yes. Yes, I mean that, but it's like that's not whatever. That's not a problem. No, it's that not a real is. Problem. It's also just like it is, just simply, fucking scroll. I do it constantly every single day. Um, anyway, but this this guy Tom Redman, fucking, he had to backtrack instantly, apologize a thousand times. He got completely ripped to shreds. It was one of the more instantly satisfying. Because it happened so quickly. It happened so quickly and such a unified. He got taken down. I think it's because he's a relatively small account. Yeah. And got taken down by everybody. Yeah. But, yeah. And normally really we don't like that punching down. We're not, we're not a Chrissy Teigen family here, you know, mm -hmm. but I think to see, to see someone say, oh, you know, what's easy is to deny the authors of this any ownership, any money. You know, that that's, he's, it didn't feel like punching down. No, it definitely did not. It did not. It was more, yeah, I mean, it's just like, why is that the thing that you are trying to fucking, why is that the problem you're trying to solve? 
Mm. Why is that it? It's the least, it's not a problem, first of all. And it's just like, I, I just truly do not understand. I do not understand. Mm-mm. Also, like, if you are committed to a experience where you don't have stories and you don't have ads, buy a fucking cookbook. Okay? That's exact right. It's also just like, you don't want to hear women talk. Right. You don't. You don't want to hear it. That's what is annoying to you is women writing about things. That's what's annoying to you. So I'm really sorry that that exists for you. It's so painful to fucking move your finger down your phone for literally 10, maybe 10 seconds to find the recipe. So crazy. And yes, it was just a true joy to like, it's one of those things like, Moore's change and opinions change, but I, like you said, like I didn't know that 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 we had gotten there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's because, literally, because of the pandemic, where people maybe do feel more connected to cooking at home and have like been on those. I don't know. Maybe because people have been spending more time cooking and more time interacting with those kind of sites. I don't know. Yeah, I bet you're right. I bet it is that people are like, and also just seeing how being like a work from home thing give like creates this huge, like this chasm in you to need like outward expression and outward validation and eyes. And everyone's hurting for money. And it's like, why are you trying to fucking something that's already really hard to yeah. make money from? And they, a lot of these people put so much, time and effort you know yeah so gross it's like but it was really fun i recommend big time it's also yeah that too like if you are someone who's like um this the ux of these sites because of all the ads is really bad like i wonder if there's a way to streamline the ads but keep the revenue the same and i'm a tech guy i can work on that do that Mm mm-hmm I don't know how to do that because I don't know what I just said. (laughs) You know, you can. No, they don't give a shit about, they don't give a shit about anybody. No, they don't. That's, that's, they just want to make stuff that hurts people. Yeah. For the convenience of a few others. Yeah, it's really just that, that it's like everything, the tech mind is so distorted of just like, it needs to be the most convenient that at the cost of like any cost for convenience, any is cost it, 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 it makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. It's so sad because it's like, what does it leave you with? Nothing. Literally nothing. It's so fucking hollow and sad and desolate. It's so fucking disturbing. Everything is so disturbing about it. Yeah. Oh my God. It makes me so insane. I feel like I'm going insane every time I see shit like this. Yeah. Nice. Sorry. Anyway. But I am starting my period any second now. So. So. That's the other news story. Top of the news today. <laughs> That's on the desk. Aging woman <laughs> miraculously still has a period. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. 
Anyways, that's why I connect so well with that woman who won't get the fucking vaccine. <laughs> I'm like, like fertility is like a huge issue. My um, my she's egg. so old. She's 34. Um, anyway. Is she 34? Yeah. Oh, what does she have to worry about? Well, they consider that like an elder. They have some really sad name for they it. They call it it's geriatric like, pregnancy. Yeah, geriatric pregnancy. Once you're like over 30, it's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, cool it. Cool it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I come from a family and general atmosphere where it's like no one's ever gotten pregnant on purpose in my entire like extended circle. Yeah. So it's just like everyone, it's always an emergency. It's never like something you're trying for or happy about. Right. It's like, well, like, I guess this is what's happening. I don't know, man. Like, like sure. Okay. You know, I, I don't relate to the, uh, what I, I, you know, assume is a very private and hard struggle. But to me, I'm just like, it's a foreign thing. Oh, I mean, it does. It's, I mean, infertility. I, I watched Chloe Kardashian, of course, uh, go yes. through it, and uh, it was devastating. And I'm, I'm, cat is trying to do it. Okay. Um, audio gets a little weird. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I watched Chloe go through it, and it, and it was just devastating. And I, I, I have, um, so much sympathy for it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not for this woman from the wing. I understand. I understand. Um, I get it. Um, I'm just thinking legal precedents. I'm thinking like criminal minds. Right. You know of what course, I mean? I'm saying, I'm saying what happens if we, if we do this historically, what's going to happen what's down next? the line? What's, what's next? What's next? Oh, next we're saying, you know what I mean? I, that's how I'm thinking. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm courtroom thinking. Of you course. Know what I mean? Of course. Always. A hundred percent of I my time. I read the circle. I know about it. So, you know. Anyways, <clears throat> is that all we have to, is I that all so. of our news stories? I think so. Was there anything else? Um, oh, no, I don't think so. We're going to talk maybe next week about the Jingfang uh, yeah, yeah, Union yeah. stuff because that's, I think I posted about it. Um, and we just didn't want to yeah. have to sound smart today. So we can't talk about the union today. At least yeah, me no. personally. Yeah, no, I never want to sound smart. Um, let's see. We have a new patron this week. This We have uh, Allison. Allison, welcome. Welcome, Allison. I ran into Allison um, a few months ago, the day that I happened to be. She, she was the person I ran into while I was wearing my full suit, who I had oh, not yeah! seen. <laughs> I had not seen, you know, in years, all of a sudden, here's Lillian in the middle of Brooklyn in a full suit in broad daylight. For What's no happening? apparent reason. For no reason. Yeah. Um, but welcome, Allison. Thank you very much. Welcome. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. And yeah, it was very funny. Funny for me. Um, and in other news for us, that's it. We have Patreon stuff always. You're always welcome to join. Um, we've got some fun new uh t-shirt coming down a, little, a special a special tiny run of uh of scabby t-shirts that kelly's gonna screen print for you i'll uh take some pics and throw them up on the website and uh yeah just fun stuff to keep them busy you keep know them busy and um you know and and if you're feeling optimistic i th- i say hey lean in and if you're not feeling optimistic i think that's okay too it's always okay to feel your feelings exactly Okay. Okay. Um, Bye, guys. We love you.